They are aflame. They burn. They bring the darkness when they come, and so all you can see is that their skin is aflame. Burn, burn, burn. Collected on Palashivev, 11.72, 21 seconds pre-death. Subject was a baker's apprentice. Heroes of presents Stormpod, a Stormlight Archive reread. Book one, The Way of Kings. covering chapters 7 and 8 of The Way of Kings, so there will be spoilers. So if you haven't read that far in the book, I would uh, suggest to stop now and go back and read and then come and join us later. Thanks. Enjoy the show. Well, welcome to the show. Um, I'm your host, Sean Q. Um, and with me, as always, uh, the man who's always surrounded by creation spread, it's Jack. How's it going, Jack? <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Yeah, we are doing a coffee pot again this morning. Mm-hmm. Got um, uh, the coffee a brewing. Mm. Oh yeah, this is my first sip. Actually, that's really nice. <sighs> Did you know the that there? Have you ever heard of um, misophonia? Have you heard about this? No. Like, if I were to take it's a that... sip in the into the mic, um, mm. there are people who would be listening who have like a huge aversion to the sound of people eating and uh, oh, sipping. Yeah, yeah. And it, like, it would to completely turn them off of the whole pot. Right, right. So for those people, um, I apologize, but I'm taking a sip of my coffee. So if you want to skip ahead 15 seconds of the pod, go right ahead. <laughs> mm. Sorry. Um, I really need it this morning. <laughs> so um, these two chapters were um, were pretty big nuggets of information. Mm-hmm. Seven and eight. Yes. I really, wow. I really like, I love the title of chapter seven. Mm-hmm. Anything reasonable. Right. Really, really cool. Yeah, it was like the, um, that's the, during the part where... Um, Shalana's flirting with this uh, ardent uh, called Capsule. Yes, he's an ardent, yeah, a young ardent, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. and and she claims that she would do anything for him uh, upon request, and he said, "Really, anything?" And then she said, "Anything reasonable." Right. And then so, he says something uh, like, oh, well, that's too bad or whatever. So <laughs> the the religious dude is clearly flirting with the young nineteen year old. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But yeah. it, actually, is, is that how old Shalon is? So that's something I don't really, um, really clear on is her age. You know what? I don't really know either. Um, I don't think we've been told her so age. Far? I think I would have written it down in our info mm-hmm. dump section so far, and we haven't. Mm-hmm. Um, I we we know she's young though. 
Hmm. Yeah, we know that she is not. Uh, she's not an old lady. Um, she. I would say she's probably between the ages of seventeen and twenty. Like she's in her, you know, just about to become an adult kind of thing. Hmm. Hmm. Well, well, this chapter starts off with another uh, death quote, as I call mm-hmm. them. Yes, being collected. Um, and as every it- chapter has. Yeah. There is an interesting reference in this one, uh, referring to uh, their skin being a flame. Mm-hmm. So that caught my attention. I don't know what that means, again, as a first-time reader, but that was an interesting description in that death quote. It, um, it definitely comes off across as some kind of mad raving. It says, they are a flame, they burn, they bring the darkness when they come, so all you can see is that their skin is a flame. Burn, burn, burn. Yeah. yeah that, <laughs> that, that person, was, that baker was, um, <laughs> was experiencing something pretty crazy, I think. <laughs> maybe he thought, like, maybe he was referring to the, the bread. Like, maybe their skin, their be- the bread skin is a flame because they're is a flame, the yeah. oven. Yeah. Well, maybe, or maybe he's 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 having a Scrooged kind of experience. <laughs> maybe, maybe people are lighting on fire. Yeah, um, maybe uh, he's uh, maybe uh, breads of Christmas past <laughs> coming to visit him. <laughs> um. So yeah, like that, like that was pretty interesting. I thought uh, as mm. this last little start. Um. So what was your, like, uh, give me your initial, th- since this is a um, a two-chapter Shalon uh, point of view, yeah. Um, give me your, like, whole initial thoughts of these two chapters all together. We'll break them down separately, but since you don't have to really kind of divide your, your brain up between two characters this time, mm-hmm. like, what are, your, mm-hmm. uh, what are your thoughts about these two chapters? So uh, it's, it's great to read more uh, about Shalon. Again, we're going through her turmoil and struggle in her... Uh, efforts to become the ward of Yasna, mm-hmm. and uh, so again, it, it's it's kind of playing with you in terms of you think she's getting closer to accomplishing her goal, and then it gets um, pulled out from under your feet. So I, I really I really like the development um, uh, of this chapter because I really I, I liked her efforts in trying to secure this position. Um, to become the ward, but then I also mm-hmm. love the introduction in, in seven of this young ardent, yeah, uh, named Cat Capsule. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and and I loved all of the info dumps that are done, if you will, in this chapter. Uh, there's a lot of really cool things in, in chapter eight. Chapter eight is is when you get to witness Shalon. Really, there's a huge part of it of chapter eight where you're witnessing what she can do with her with her tongue. In terms yes. of in terms of lashing someone who might have given you an insult or um, you, you know sort of got her back up against the wall a bit and yeah. and that's and that's really really cool. Uh, but chapter seven is the one that uh, in this in this pairing where I certainly took more notes and um, I did have a I did have a dude moment when I was watching it or sorry when I was uh, yeah when I was uh, reading it. So we'll get to that in, 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 in a minute, but for sure, both, both amazing, amazing chapters, but I, I would like to pick your brain on chapter eight about the title. Yes. Uh, near near the, flame. the flame. Yes. So I want, I want to discuss that a bit with you and get your take on that, but 
but if we could start on seven, I've got, oh, I've mm-hmm. got so many notes here. Um, so much to talk about. So much to talk about. So as a, as a child, uh, Shalon uh, thought the parchment, uh, thought their skin was beautiful. And she, of course, mm-hmm. she was, and of course she was, she was sketching, uh, you know, the gardeners and things like this. And then her father, you know, caught her and, and forbade her from, from doing this. So we learn, we learn that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we learn that uh, Shalon's family, Tavar, discovered new marble deposits uh, for wealth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that her father was a ruthless businessman. Um, what's the other? But that the uh, those mineral deposits were not actually real, right? That's, that's exactly that's correct. Right. right. So, so the, he was creating them because he had this soul caster. He had the soul caster. So exactly. So that was the yeah. That was an interesting uh, thing to find out. So House Tavar uh, really is. Uh, Little, little on the dishonest side, mm-hmm. and that the uh, soul caster must have been damaged uh, the night her father died. Mm-hmm. So now they don't have a working one, which means that's why she's here is to try to take Yasna's. Yep. She says something like a throwaway line, like, "Oh, you know, we'll just use it for like a year, just to fix everything." Yeah, to fix everything. Like, you know, get us out of like uh, uh, poverty. They're not even poverty, but <laughs> to to make sure we have enough money just to be able to get all the like the money lenders off our backs, and then this way we won't be sold to another house. Because that's her like real fear is that right. um, house Devar will be sold to another house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's she's trying to save her family, uh, her family, uh, her family's way of life. I guess really. Hmm. Um, so, of course, in this chapter, she's on her way to the Lanium, um, and she does get there, escorted there by a master servant uh, dressed in black and white. Love yep. again. All, I love all the details in terms of colors, like what people wear. Uh, Brandon, yep. Mr. Sanderson's really excellent at describing all of that. Um, so she gets to these big steel doors, and there's a design, like there, there's a chart on the yeah. doors. So I wrote that down because I thought that might come up later. It um, um it seems very interesting. So even if it doesn't come up again later, it, it seems like a kind of an important set of doors to, yeah, <laughs> to, to yeah. describe, right? Well and, and then this was only the antechamber that she was entering at, at this point. Um so I, I also like that as well as as they're describing these steel doors and she's coming into the Millennium uh, area. This was only like a, 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 a an inner chamber, and then mm. of course, and then of course, she's and she enters into the plenium uh, later. Uh, and and I love this too. Uh, first description inside of these doors. Uh, my little heart. I, I drew a heart around this little quote. It said, <laughs> uh, "the the only the only sounds were turning pages and faint whispers." Love that uh, that yeah, that little neat. yeah. So because I just I pictured that so where I I could all I, I could hear that yeah. quiet that still. So I thought that was great. Um, oh, she places her safe hand to her breast uh, when she actually enters the chamber and is mm. uh, dwarfed by its uh, magnificence. I thought that was a nice little moment. The chamber was called the Veil. Yes. So that I liked 
as well. It's cool. Um, it's like um, it's like a separation between you have to cross the veil in order to get the information. Correct. Yeah, you have to lift the veil um, to see to to discover. Right. So that's a mm -hmm. a very uh, well chosen uh, description. Um. Oh, uh, they they mentioned that this this chamber. Okay, the veil. Um. Mm -hmm. Uh, may have been cut by the Dawn Singers themselves. I wrote, yes. I wrote, I wrote question marks on that line because I, as a first-time reader, I don't, I do not know what the Dawn Singers are. So that was, I was curious about that. Um, mm -hmm. Oh, the Palenium. Um, so after enter, after exiting the veil. Um. Uh, there are there are walls of thick crystal that have been yes. soul casted mm -hmm. that, that sort of uh, I guess surround the Palenium proper. So that's interesting. Yeah, it it, um, it has this like really cool look to it, like this ice castle mm -hmm. or this crystal castle kind of look to it. <laughs> but then we find out it's extremely expensive to get into the Palenium. Yes, she she is asked for her chit of admittance. And is told that it will cost her one thousand sapphire bromes. Yes, <laughs> which we so, know that's quite expensive. Very expensive. So she cannot afford that. So I think that she asks uh, whether uh, Yasna has a reading alcove where she might be able mm. to to wait uh, for her. Right. So she's not allowed to actually go into like the library area proper. But mm -hmm. she is allowed to like wait in these side rooms. Mm -hmm. Oh, I have a star on this other note. Uh, it was noted that Carbranth, where she is, where this mm. is taking place, uh, that the that basically the exports are fish, bells, and information. Yes, I thought that was really cool. I thought that was really cool too. <laughs> That's a little callback so, to the city of bells. Yeah. So I um, thought that, that, that was neat. The um. Uh, one of the little notes that I liked here was that um, the uh, cost of it um, was a uh, thousand sapphire bromes, but that the charging for the use of the palinium is, like you said, that, that their main export is um, is knowledge, and so charging for it goes towards the many uh, hospitals that the king funds. Mm -hmm. So he's not just like raking in this money; he's actually going and like spending it on hospitals to help people, right? So that's kind of mm -hmm. cool. That, yeah, that is good. Altruistic. That's good. Mm -hmm. But the Palinaeum is the finest collection of tomes and scrolls on Roshar. Mm -hmm. More than the Holy Enclave in Valath. Yes. So we get another like little, little reference drop of a uh, yeah, another little place. <laughs> yeah. Seven hundred thousand. You don't need to know. Yeah, you don't need to know um, all the names of these. Like all these places aren't necessarily important right now, right? No. No, it's again, it's again, I, I, I love the richness of something like this, something creative like this, uh, because it just uh, makes the world so much more believable. You know, mm -hmm. the, like the fact that, that he's, he's giving you all of these scholars names and, and yeah. their, their, their tomes, their works and titles and how many volumes are. Are, mm. are, are, are in are in it like that's when i just, asked you before i'm like hey do you think any of these uh, authors are going to really come back in the story and they don't really but they 
do in a sense that now, you know, in chapter eight later, when she goes to mm. um, hunt for these books, like right. she's remembered these books and now we remember the books too. We remember the authors. Yeah. So yeah. it does play and, a part in, in, in it a little bit. It, it adds to, to, to the realness of the world. Right. So, yeah, so we have we have our favorite authors, Brandon, Mister Sanderson, being Mister Sanderson. So if we don't remember the author, well, well, and maybe that's it. We must remember the authors. So yeah, that's great. That's really cool. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, so like you said, there's uh you know uh, seven hundred thousand texts uh, in the archive. Um, where her father uh, owned 87, 87 books. <laughs> yeah, and she read all of them several times. That's right. Oh, yeah. and that and that becomes her big argument coming up when she sits down when when she gets right. to the reading alcove. She writes that she, letter. She writes the letter of logic that basically says that to Yasna. The logical argument is: Look, you know, I've I've studied and I've learned what I have learned from from eighty seven right. books. You know, so that that should count in terms of my uh, of my uh, supposed limitations, right? And it does too. Like uh, Yasna does say, uh, uh, "Really, child, you you taught yourself taught," and mm -hmm. um, it does sway her to give her another chance, right? Even though she thinks that the other chance is going to come a year or two from now, um, but she'll, well, we'll get to that after. Um, uh, I have a heart beside another another quote here. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Um, so when she's when she's in this environment, she's looking at you know, the possibility of being able to read and, and access seven hundred thousand individual texts. This vast amount of knowledge that's, that's here in the Pelennium. Mm -hmm. um, it's referred. She, she, uh, it's written that she appears to be starving. Uh, which is similar to leaving a warm fruit pie uneaten. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Uh, yeah, I like that little imagery too. It's yeah. like who, who, who won't eat a warm blueberry pie or a warm <laughs> or, apple yeah. pie? Exactly. But yeah, like seriously, <laughs> like I want to have that for breakfast right now. To be honest, yeah. that sounds amazing. Actually, I, I, I am having that for breakfast. I, I just no put a piece of apple pie in my coffee. <laughs> just a whole slice, or a whole slice, just to, yeah, no. You're drinking not. it with a really large McDonald's straw, like one of those really <laughs> thick ones for remember when here, this is like a side tangent here. Like, I don't know why I'm doing this, but remember when we went to see um, the uh, live Dex Shepherd podcast in Toronto mm -hmm. and on the way Arm back cherries. to your place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm cherries. Um, and uh, on the way, on the way back, the four of us, you, your wife, me and my wife, we stopped at McDonald's. At, like it was like yeah. one in the morning or something. And we got, <laughs> yeah. We got the, like, the largest milkshakes we could get. Oh my god, that was so funny, dude! That was that was a great time. Tracy and I still talk about that. That's really really. Oh fun. yeah, that was a great memory. Okay, let's get back good, to it. Um, good <laughs> sorry, sorry everybody. Sorry, should, sorry for that little. Maybe we should start wearing overalls in uh, on, while we podcast. Maybe that's the, in homage to the man. Yeah, in, in homage to the, to the man. Yeah. Yeah, he got into um, an accident just not too long ago. Right? Did you hear that? He did. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, yeah. Well, that's what he does. Yeah, he's 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 good shit. Anyways, okay. Um, so um, <laughs> she asks if she can wait in one of these alcoves, like you said. Um, mm, and she, yeah, she she's like, "Can I wait in uh, Yasna's personal alcove?" Which I think the servant who says yes to that will pay for it later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. I have, a, I, I have a kind of a special note here. Um, that she was treated as delicate crystalware when she was young. Yes, she was the last living memory 
Sorry, say that. I, I I wrote that down too. I'm glad you brought it up. Yep. Mm-hmm. So she she was the last living memory of her mother, and then she has a moment remembering an incident. And I have a little bit of a quote here. Mm-hmm. It's Nonbalat bruised, coat torn, mm-hmm. a long silvery sword in her hand, sharp enough to cut stones as if they were water. Yeah. And then she forces those memories away. So, yeah, yeah, she does. Well, she does that a lot. So Shalon is suppressing quite, quite a lot. Mm-hmm. So I wrote that down too. Nan Balat bruised, coat torn. Again, another a reference I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, silver sword in her hand. Yeah, sharp enough to cut stone. Yeah, as if water. Mm-hmm. Um, she she has experienced some kind of trauma. Um, that you like, you're right. She seems to be suppressing it. And what better way to suppress trauma than to draw people? <laughs> yeah, so that's um, her her escape. Well, I, I love, yeah, I love this. This scene is great. When she finally gets to this little alcove, mm-hmm. she pulls this is one out of the her- reasons why I brought it up last episode because mm-hmm. she had taken memories of people so far, but we hadn't really she hadn't used those memories yet. And on the surface, it seems like it could have just been someone like looking at something and going, oh, I'll have to remember that later. But she literally like does it like in a eidetic memory style. Yes, this is um, this is when I had my 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 dude. Yeah, your dude moment. Uh, this is this was my dude. Um, so when she when she sits down, pulls up her satchel, empties the contents, mm-hmm. uh, put, putting all of her uh, you know charcoal pencils and things, and papers and whatnot. Uh, the lacquer and whatnot on on the table, and she sits down and begins to draw. She um, um she has to put all of her her, her spheres in this bowl to light up the room. To light up well. the room. That is also mm-hmm. so cool. And then yeah. when, she, when she's looking around at different areas, other people have um spheres that are brighter than hers. You know, like uh, yeah, the the diamond. I think sphere. a little later. Yeah, a little later they say the diamond spheres are the best ones to use for mm-hmm. this kind of thing because they're brighter. Um, but she yeah. has a, but she's got like kind of like a mishmash of them, right? So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so he's, even I think this light, is actually. Even, we might even. be skipping ahead because this this um, description of this mishmash of light is actually later when she comes yeah. back after yeah. going into the town with the album and stuff. So, but it doesn't matter. It's all okay. it's all really one like one chapter, anyways, because it's all salon. So it doesn't really matter. This uh, so. There's a little line that I wrote again, a heart beside this one. So again, chapter seven had had a lot of these moments for me where I just I loved certain lines, mm-hmm. um, uh, word pairings, if you will. Uh, tension mm-hmm. bled from her body mm-hmm. as she was drawing. I loved that. Again, she's suppressing memories. Uh, she is tense. She's on this mission. Mm-hmm. So you know, and then she starts drawing, and the tension is bleeding from her. I love that. It would. It would make sense that these chapters here are a little more poetic because we're dealing with someone who is a a scholar, an artist. Um, Mm -hmm. So it it makes sense for the the words to be a little more um, um, beautiful and uh, um, like uh, like poetic, right? Because we're dealing with someone who deals in that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I I have a question. I have a question Mm -hmm. for you. Yes, of course. But but maybe you can't answer it. Hopefully you can. Why? Why are her memories, as referred to uh, on on the pages, why is memory capitalized? Um, because I think and, it's something she's doing that's more than just a regular memory. 
mm-hmm. when she takes a memory, he's mm-hmm. capitalizing it to um, to distinguish what she's doing as being a little bit more special than just rem- remembering something. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because like you and that, I could do that. I could like look back and re- remember remember that car drive with us, the four of us drinking uh, strawberry milkshakes. But I can't pull it out of my memory like she's able to do here. No. Like we we get um we get a couple of uh, of practice rounds. She says, you know, she pulls the memory out of Carbranth, and um, she draws the city as she remembers it, and she can see it all in lines, and and then she adds detail and shadow and, and shading, and then she gets this really beautiful picture of Carbranth, but it's not nearly as good as the next one, which she does about she draws the she pulls yeah. her memory out about Yelp. Right, 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 and the wagon driver, and Mm -hmm. then when she pulls that memory out, it's a little bit better than the last one. And then when she says she's taking the memory out of uh, of Yasna, uh, and then the blocked door, she's like, "This is her masterpiece now. This is going to be the first two. The first two were just practice runs. Now it's warm ups. Now it's getting real. Yeah, right, right. And I don't think that her memory of the third place is more." distinct and um it's not a, a better memory than the last two it's just she's literally physically warmed up with her her drawing uh, um uh, utensils and kit so i think that even though her memory of things are perfect near perfect memory she still needs to warm up like anybody would need to warm up mm-hmm. I, lo- I love the fact that she prefers to sketch animals and people uh, to mm. to things, um, she finds it en- energizing, mm-hmm. and then and then this was the this was the dude moment for me is that her her medium um, was that she was trying to capture so, uh, the soul itself. Yes, and then I thought yeah. I thought that was so great because of course uh, the the word soul comes up in in this uh, epic um, in soul casting, right, and uh, she. Is like like she's trying to capture the soul in in her drawings. Yeah so, the the qu- the the cl- uh, the um the quote is uh it's like she's taking a clipping of their soul, mm-hmm. like she's a gardener. She's not you know she's not uh pulling the whole plant, but she's taking a clipping of it so that clipping, she can use yeah. that for herself. And I thought that yeah. was really cool imagery too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love, 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 love. That was. My, I have a, was, I have a couple. Of, oh, this is uh, this is one of my favorite moments of the whole book <laughs> when we first start finding this out. Um, she's definitely an expert artist, though. She's really, really good. She's mm-hmm. had no formal training. Um, the, 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 there's a line that says, "Fingers seem to draw on their own." Mm-hmm. Um, she's she comments that getting the eyes right is key to mm-hmm. getting the person. That's where you get the soul from is getting the eyes right. Mm-hmm. Um, the ten essences. Yes, yes. I was going to write that. That's in my uh, my info dump later. Um, the ten essences. The eyes are crystal. She makes a couple of other co- uh, comments. This is yes. another like kind of like a, a religious belief or something. Mm-hmm. The eyes were crystal and glass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then you know, you know, it's it's interesting because she, uh, in terms of the clipping reference to people, mm-hmm. like uh, one of the earliest references to her artwork is that she she was drawing the gardeners yes that's true so, so like maybe that's where her lingo comes from or something yeah or just like the sort of nurturing kind of component to uh uh observing these people that she finds energizing and and, yeah. she finds, and, and, and not only energizing finds beautiful 
So she was looking at the skin of the of the parchment. And she finds the marbled skin, you know, quite mm. beautiful, which which yeah. made which made her father furious. So, um, yeah, yeah, really, there, really. Neat. There's some. There's a couple of moments in here where she, when she's doing the, I'm sure this is how it is for the first two drawings, but when they specifically um, mention it, when she's call, uh, when she's drawing Yasna and the boulder, mm. she says that there's. You know, for a few moments, Shalon was actually back there. She could feel, smell. She could. She's literally reliving that moment as if she was there, standing there again, mm-hmm. which is uh, which is pretty intense. Because I wouldn't want to take a, a memory, capital M, of something bad. Because mm-hmm. then you'd have to relive. You'd have to relive that mem that 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 moment, right? Um. But she mm-hmm. even Shalon says this picture when she's done is the finest she's ever done. Yeah. Yeah, this uh well and it's what's interesting too is that uh so she draws three three drawings. Mm-hmm. And then there's also three attempts here at trying to become the ward. Right. Yes, it's true. So I think that was uh, also a, a little nice symmetrical thing. there, yeah. Mm-hmm. A little, um, little, little I, I find it I find it a little creepy when she says now Yasna is part of my collection. Like I, yeah, I thought a that's a little bit of a creep part to it, but <laughs> yeah, she's she's collecting people. I I think it's pretty innocuous. It's like pretty, if pretty <laughs> I I agree, but it's like that's how like serial killers talk, and I don't think <laughs> I'm not saying that Shalad is a secret serial killer or anything, but like it's um it's well, a little creepy, I you know. Like know it's part of my collection. <laughs> yes, yes, like yeah, there's something to it there. That's um, uh, that's it. That's well, we 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 find out that the Almighty has another name. Yes, yeah. This is a huge, kind of a huge part here. Used by the Ardents. Uh, I don't know if I, I'm, I'm probably going to butcher this, but Elith Elithanathile. Yeah, it's uh, Elithanathile. Elithanathile. Yeah. Okay. It's going to take a very symmetrical name. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. who transforms. Yes. Mm. It's the one who created Roshar. Um, I put a, I put a star beside something. I just want to I want to uh, refer to it. It's rare that I actually have to go to the text, but I am flipping to it now. OK. I referenced something. Uh, when she collected a memory of a person, she was yeah, snipping a free bud of their soul. Yeah. So, OK, so you, you so you covered that perfectly. OK, the charcoal. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, this this I thought was just amazing. Um, so when she collected a memory of a person, she was snipping free a bud of their soul and she cultivated and grew it on the page. Charcoal mm-hmm. for sinew, paper pulp for bone, ink for yeah. blood, paper's texture for skin. Okay, that right there. She uh, yeah. she fell into a rhythm, a cadence, scratching of her pencil like the sound of breathing from yeah. those she depicted. It's like she's that literally me, creating a person out of uh, out of drawing implements. Yeah. That for me was really the dude, cool. like capturing the soul and then that just des- that description of the materials that she's using and the connection. Yeah. That was uh, that was a big 
That was it's my big so highlight. Cool. That's that's my highlight for chapter seven for sure. Oh well, there you go. Early highlight. Da, 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 da. Early highlight. We need like um. We, we that's what we need to do. We need to record some kind of early highlight. Uh, <laughs> <song>. Here's the highlight. <laughs> early highlight. Yeah, something. Okay, never mind. Um. <laughs> so that's sketch um, ever. So she captures Yasna. Yeah. Um, the devo- Okay, I love this. The, the, the devotaries, the religious devotaries, could not capture Yasna. No. But she, but she did. Yes. Which gave yes. her a euphoric thrill. So, mm-hmm. and, then, and, then, and then she mentions that she's part of her collection. The, the, that was, that's when she goes a little bit. So. A little bit crazy. Well, when yeah, she's talking about bone creepy. and sinew, that's a little creepy too. It's a little sense of the lamp. That's a yeah. little. Yeah, it's, it's, I was just gonna say it's a little bit of. It's a little bit of skin, yeah. skin wearing on it's your little, face. It's, like. a, it's, a, it's a little bit basket. Hello, Jasna. Instead of Clarice, hello, Jasna. Um, so then she decides, Shalon decides to, uh, um, to do the one thing that she knows Yasna appreciates, which is writing and logic. So she will write her mm-hmm. a logical letter and hopefully that'll get her in her good graces. So it's cool. It's uh, I like the letter. It's, um, like, we don't have to go through the whole yeah, thing, no, but no, the, really- um, yeah, it's, it's good. She does mention here that logic spren because I'm a spren, um, Oh, spread head. I'm, always, I'm a spren head. Yeah. I'm always looking out for spren. So she, there is a men, <laughs> a mention of logic spren, uh, which are purportedly to look like storm clouds, tiny, but she has never seen one. No, no, that's so, true. And then it, she says, she's like, Oh, I'm not so one. logical. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so when so a male ardent uh, enters finally, this is the introduction of this character, and yeah, it, it gets dropped that he has a her her Dazian accent. Mm-hmm. Her Daz, yeah. Her Daz. Her Daz is um, to the west of Yakaved. West of Yakaved. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if we look mm-hmm. at your if you look at your map in my go back to the, yeah, paperback, you go back to your your paperback map, not the um, not the large colorful one, but like the black and white one that's at the beginning or whatever. Okay, you will see that Herdaz is actually sorry, it's actually north of Yakoved and Alethkar. It's by the Steamwater Ocean. Might not be on the right map here. I'm I'm on the map of Althkar. Okay, yeah, no, that's that's definitely not it. No, I've got it here. Okay. Okay, yeah, there it is. Yeah, it's just just little little tiny country in the, in the north. Um, yeah, it's a. Uh, so it's like we um, in the early chapters we um, were talking with uh, we were uh, adventuring with um, Alethi and. We heard a little mention of someone being from Yakoved, and now we're with someone from Yakoved, and we're hearing a little something about someone from Herdaz. Mm-hmm. So it's like he keeps, you know, uh, spreading out this um, this world a little bit farther from what our current understanding is, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, wrote, I wrote down the um, upon his introduction mm-hmm. uh, points, glories, and callings. And again, all capitalized. Hmm. I don't think yeah. I noticed that. 
that he uh, that he helps people with points, glories, and callings. Yeah, that's a uh, callings. Remember we talked about callings before about mm-hmm. how in the Voran religion people are supposed to have a calling to be able to like have something that will yes. make them pious and and uh, um, part of society, so that this way when they die, they when they can go to the other side, they'll have like they'll actually get into the other side because they were. Um, they actually did something with their calling in their life. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's a little little dense religious talk, but... Mm-hmm. By, um, so Casbol... Sorry, go ahead. By... by Vedel, I can't pronounce this. Vedel, oh, yeah, this is a tough one. Yeah, this is a tough one. Keys. Yeah. Deladevs. Deladevs. Golden yeah. keys. What does that mean? The Deladevs, yeah. Deladev's golden keys, he, he says. He's like uses that as a curse. Yeah. He says that whenever he sees her her art. By the Deladev's golden keys. <laughs> you did this? I like his little reference that, that respect is like manure. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good line, too. That's a really great line. You use too much and it starts yeah. to stink. Yeah, you exactly. You sprinkle on just enough and everything can grow. Like, it yeah. Can grow. If it's just spread it on thick. Yeah. yeah, it's really great, actually. He has some and, really and good lines in this too. He he's he, uh, he quite witty. There, yeah, they ahead. have some witty banter back and forth, and um, he's able to match wits with Shalon, which is really great because mm. we haven't really had anybody that can match wits with her so far. I have another heart beside this 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 little bit Ooh, here. A jack heart. He, a jack you're heart. putting a lot of heart ons in these. I'm telling you, chapter seven, it really yeah. got me. Like the, there was a lot of. I mean, my notes only go another like a few more lines here, but uh, okay. um, he asks, he asks because she, she just won't relax around him. She's she comes <laughs> she comes from a place. Well, he's where, young. He's good looking. Um, you know, he's, um, he's off-putting because he's kind of flirty, but he's an ardent with it. So it's like, what are you doing? Like, why are you flirting with me? Well, she, she also never had anybody flirt with her before. <laughs> exactly. She, yeah. she, she also comes from, from a place that is the most devoted, has mm, the most yes. devout, devout church. So they respect ardents in a way that maybe others, uh, don't. And mm-hmm. so she's grown up to have this great respect and he's asking her to, uh, to basically relax and call me by my first name, and and then he right. said, he says, "Shall I shall I get up on this table and and do a jig? Will that m- make you more relaxed?" And then she says, "Please, uh, p- please don't." <laughs> yeah, it's going to make her embarrassed, right? And she says, "I love this." She says, "Please don't. I I promise not to respect you any longer." <laughs> yeah, I love that. I think that's so funny. <laughs> that's, that's so great. Yeah, yeah. But um, um, he asks her, like, where where did you learn to draw? Because, I mean, this, you know, he, after he says that, Videladev's golden keys. I think I'm going to try to start using that, by the way. Videladev's um, golden keys. But I'm going to use it for stuff that doesn't really matter. Like, oh, my wife made a shepherd's pie. Buy Videladev's golden keys. This is a good shepherd's pie. Buy um, Videladev. Buy <laughs> Videladev's um, golden keys. Um, <laughs> that's intense that's intense <laughs> yeah uh, um he asks her like where did you learn to draw and she says oh i was taught by dandos oil sworn and i was like well, that's curious because he's been dead for hundreds of years I know. <laughs> and she's like I love- well i like learned from a book you know yeah no 
you know yeah exactly well again I, again that was not another point that i i loved so much um just prior to that he was describing how he and some of the other artists had uh had bet um a few things uh in terms of uh, <laughs> right right yeah, <laughs> and, she's and, like, well, what and, are you you're not allowed well, owning well, anything <laughs> how are you allowed to bet anything, anything? So how are you betting and he's like well well I, we we bet uh two two deep breaths of a winter's rose yeah uh, and the sunlight on, on their skin so i thought that was interesting and then of course you're right the the dropping that you know where'd you learn dandles the old worn mm-hmm. so what, what it's, it's funny because because whenever that name was dropped i thought oh that's really cool you know they're actually referencing this 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 teacher and then and then he and then he drops that he's been dead and i'm like oh okay so you learned uh, from okay. yeah right like great <laughs> i wish i could have uh, met right. this dude yeah <laughs> um, and, and then, of course, Kaz, uh, Capsule proceeds to insist that he lackers mm-hmm. the three drawings that she's just done. Yeah, and uh, uh, Shalon does shows. not like this at all. She she doesn't like this at all. She's like, "Oh my god, don't touch my art!" Seriously. Mm-hmm. Well, well, well. Here, here's the thing. So, so she says, "Dandos the oil sworn," and then when mm-hmm. he when he repeats it back to her, he says, "Dandos Haroldin." So he knew the last name of Dandos. Right. right. So, but when, and then of course he proceeds to offer to Lacquer. So Capsule is uh, well-versed in the arts, mm-hmm. which we, I believe is not supposed to be a, it's one of the feminine arts, correct? Right. But, but uh, that's, that doesn't necessarily matter so much to Ardents and the Ardentia because they are literal right. They're right. like supreme scholars of everything. Of, of everything. So it doesn't surprise me that he knows uh, he knows okay. the last name. Um, he even though he's not acting like an ardent because normally they're very more, more humble and uh, respectful and they don't really like speak at a turn and stuff. They are very they're in order of very very intelligent scholars. So it doesn't mm-hmm. surprise me. Well, I love the way this chapter ended. So of course uh, the the quote the title of the chapter anything reasonable. Mm-hmm. Which uh, we already discussed that uh, uh, Capsule asks her if um, if uh, he'd do anything for her, or if yeah, says, and, yeah and, 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 she, and she said, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I I would do anything for you," and he and he says anything, and she replies, yeah. "Anything, anything reasonable." Which is actually come to think of it, a little more creepy than her whole bone sinew. You're part of my collection now. Maybe we should be worried about about Capsule. <laughs> Um, and, then, and then and then the chapter ends uh, fantastically as we find out that she's very fond of jam. Yeah, that's my last note too for the chapter. She likes yeah. jam. She likes jam, and uh, I think that we're going to see Capsule uh, uh, return to her in some way, uh, perchance, uh, with uh, said jam. With some jam. Well, we'll see. I, I, and I uh, then at the very very end, uh, she hears Yasna come back. Yeah. So, what was your highlight of the chapter? Well, that that uh, um, she's capturing the soul and the descriptions uh, of the artwork, like how how the charcoal is, uh, you know, um, and the and the pages uh, are are you know composites of what she's drawing. That yeah. that, that like that description there for me was the highlight for sure. Mm-hmm. Mine was Wait. the um, the. Um... The fact that you 
finally get to see this um like i uh, like you know for me re- rereading this i'm like oh this is when we get to know it because a lot of the a lot of this stuff is all jumbled in my brain right mm-hmm. um and i can't remember when we when we get the reveals of certain things so i'm you know excited when i'm rereading this part or re-listening to it on audible i've been kind of going back and forth about the between those two formats mm-hmm. um and uh, when i finally see that oh this is when we get to to know the, uh like, you know, she's got this, like, ability to take a memory from someone and then actually put it into use. My highlight is, great, Jack's going to get to finally know this, too. So this way, I don't have to, I don't have to keep the secret anymore. <laughs> chapter 8. So, yeah, so um, Chapter 8, Near the Flame. So you want to talk about the ch- title a little bit? Yeah, I want to get your thoughts on uh, Near the Flame. And, mm-hmm. and truthfully, I, I don't... Um don't have much to say on it but i did write um a question mark beside it because i just thought that maybe there was some impressions there well there's um there's a couple of things one we know that there is an actual book called near the flame um mm-hmm. she's like uh um the um book merchant she ends up seeing says can i interest you in a nice romantic novel mm-hmm. they are my speciality young women from across the city come to me and i always carry the best and then she says a romantic novel holding her satchel close to her chest. She says, yes, perhaps that would be nice. Do you by chance have a copy of Nearer the Flame? And then the mm-hmm. merchant blinks, and Nearer the Flame was written from the yeah. viewpoint of a man who slowly descended into madness after watching his children starve. So he's trying to coddle her with these... Romance uh, novels. Sh- uh, bright, shiny, um, you know, yeah, like uh, um, uh, romance novels that are really just like flights of fancy, nothing really substantial in them. Um, and she's all like, uh, yeah, um, how about this one to kind of make him realize I'm not here for that, that fluff. I'm here for serious books. Content, yeah. 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 Now the, um, so there's, so there's that, but why call this chapter near the flame? I mm. think it's called near the flame because this effort that she's doing in buying these books is getting her nearer the flame. Mm-hmm. She's getting closer mm-hmm. to Yasna. And uh, whether that is a good thing or a bad thing, you know, you when you are cold and you come near to the flame, you are warm. But mm-hmm. get too close to the flame and you can be burned. Yeah. So that there's exactly, exactly what I took from it. So I, I knew I knew that you would uh, have have similar uh, mm-hmm. uh, impressions upon that. And then again, I, I love it. I think that's just so great. Yeah, it's very poetic. It's, it's very cool exchange this exchange is is actually really really cool like her her um being reunited with 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 yalb yalb yeah i love yalb i love me some yalb give me <laughs> gotta, a yeah. uh, give me a, a spin-off <laughs> series the yalb chronicles i'm totally yeah. into it i want to see this guy rip off uh creamsicle guards all day long <laughs> that's gonna be a, a a lasting thing i think the creamsicle, yeah, guard. the creamsicle guards yeah for sure creamsicle i guards. can't I can't unsee them, and you know what? They're the underneath. They're like little tunics. They're wearing, um, they're wearing like uh, beige tights, so that if they put their legs mm. together. It looks like the popsicle mm. stick that's holding the crimsicle guards. Mm. Yeah. So okay. So so just to <laughs> so just to, <laughs> so 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 just to go back to chapter seven. So chapter seven, she 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 takes great effort to write this letter and draw these these pictures and she meets mm-hmm. this 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 new uh, this new character everything seems kind of on the up and up yasna yeah. comes into the alcove and says i've i've just had about enough of you i've wasted enough time on you please please go yeah this like this this is not happening 
seriously. So, so right away with chapter eight, it's just another denial. Like, wow. So, and, yeah. and she literally turns away and she goes away crying. She slumps, she slumps down and yeah. and she's, she believes that she's done. Um, she left behind her spheres. Uh, Yasna makes sure that she gets them back. Um, and then, you know, she, she, she leaves, she leaves the, the, the conclave she's 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 on the way out and this is when she, she meets up with with yal right well the uh yeah but she there's there is one important thing that happens in between there um mm-hmm. she uh tells uh, uh yasna about the letter she's like oh did you read my letter right. and she's like what letter and she's like well the one that's under those stack of books there so mm. she reads the letter and she's like we kind of already talked about it but she you know she's like wow you you were self-taught and that's pretty impressive um, how about I give you a chance to petition me again in the future? Right. Um, unfortunately for Yasna, she does not give her a time frame. Uh, mm-hmm. So in the future could be hours later, which it ends up being. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or it could be years from now. But this is an important distinction because, you know, um, had she told her, you know, you can come back in a year, then there would have been no reason for Shalon to come back. But she told her, you know, you know, continue your education. And when you have a little more knowledge, you can come back and petition me again. I, I appreciate your determination. It's and, another uh, way for Yasna to blow her off, really. Right. I mean, she's, it she's, really she's, is. She's, she's basically saying, you, look, you, you don't know enough about history. You don't know enough about philosophy. I have right. no time. I have no time for you. you know? right. and, and, and yes, all of these logical arguments and things are interesting about you. But come back when you're well-read on these subjects and yeah as shalon points out that could take years mm-hmm. shalon so. notices something too about uh about yasna she notices that she's tired not just that she looks like tired like she hasn't slept but like that she looks exhausted and that's when she comes back when she gets called back into the alcove room Yasna mm-hmm. apologizes for treating her with anger. She's not normally like this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she's like under an unusual amount of strain. Um, so she's like, you know, I, I'm not normally this kind of bitch. I'm a bitch, but I'm not this kind of bitch. And mm-hmm. I don't normally treat people the way I've treated you. So I apologize for that. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, Shalon tells uh, Yasna about uh, Capsule stopping by. And make sure that she passes on the message of like, tell, you know, because Capsule's like, can you tell her when you see her next that I came right. calling for her? And so mm. she does. She makes sure to set that message up. Mm-hmm. But then, um, you know, after the the, uh, the letter is written, uh, read and stuff, there's, you know, um, nothing really for Shalon else to say because she still hasn't gotten her wardship. So she leaves. She leaves the conclave and then uh, runs into Yelp. <laughs> As and and we we find out that Yal uh, has been engaged in a game of cabers, mm-hmm. which he won eighty chips from fellow officers of of uh, Carbrand, and of he's very of the and he's very proud about this. He's he yeah. loves the fact that he's won against these these officers. Yeah. He says something like, um, "The game isn't the cards. The game is them trying to figure out how I'm cheating, and me right. trying to stop them from figuring out how I'm cheating." I'm cheating, yeah. Yeah, I think that's really that's great. That's it's like really a, great. It's like and, an understanding between the cheated and the cheater. <laughs> well, we are coming upon, I think, my highlight. So uh, right here, uh, so my, my little highlight is just two words. Um, hmm. uh, Yalb, uh, 
is um, informed by Shalon that uh, Shalon, that Yasna has turned her away yet again. Mm-hmm. So Yob says, she, she didn't take you? What is wrong with her? And then Shalon responds, chronic competence. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That is just, that is just great. Yeah. Uh, Yasna is guilty of having chronic competence. Yeah, is too bad just, for her that she's so confident. Oh, confident. I just yeah. love it. Two words just blew me away. Before we yeah. get to the um to the Yalb, uh, kind of like giving her a pep talk part here, there is a little little something here I want to read. Mm-hmm. Um, as she's leaving the conclave, she starts to reminisce about um, like her father and her brothers, and um, her brothers and her found a strange collection of maps in her father's study after his death. Mm-hmm. And um, then they mention her brother, Halloran, who vanished years before and was proclaimed dead. By her father. Her father mm-hmm. proclaimed dead. Yes. That, that could come up, I thought, later as well. I wrote it down. Uh, so Halloran, here, I'm going to read you a little quote here, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm going to read you a little something here. There was that matter of strange collection of maps they found in his study. What did they mean? He'd rarely spoken of his plan to his, ch- to his children. Even her father's advisors knew very little. Halloran, her eldest brother, had known more, but he'd vanished over a year ago, and her father had proclaimed him dead. As always, thinking of her father made her feel ill, and the pain started to constrict her chest. She raised her free hand to her head, suddenly overwhelmed by the weight of House Devar's situation, her part in it, and the secret she now carried, hidden ten heartbeats away. So, yeah. And then that's when she, she gets the, oh, young miss, it's me, Yalb. The, uh, the, the secret that she's hanging on to, what, what, uh, what secret is it? Well, is this sim- if, you, if you knew it, it wouldn't be a secret. So there's something in addition to the secret that she um, is here to get the um, Soulcaster? There's an onion, brother. There's always an onion. Layers and layers of peeling that you need to do before you can get to that little nugget of... So when I I read that with the secret, I assumed that that secret was the plan that her brothers had concocted with regards to getting the Soulcaster to do this and X, Y, and Z. I have... I have two words that I'm allowed to say to you here, and they are very interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am not allowed to say nothing. So, anyways, I wanted to read that to you in case we didn't, in case you didn't take note of that little part. Um, well, I, I, things... I, I read it, but I, I felt it was, I felt it was innocuous. I thought, uh, mm. I thought that it, uh, hmm, interesting. So it refers to yet something else. Yeah. Well, because we're, it's, not a, it's not a secret Mr. from us, right? Sanderson. Mr. Sanderson. Okay. Okay. Speaking of Mr. Sanderson, uh, one of the things I like that he's doing in this chapter here is he's, you know, we've met this really brilliant scholar um, princess in Yasna, and you wouldn't be able to compare her to, like, really anybody in the world. Um, and then we also have this cut character of Yell, right. this, like, uh, Thalen Zena. sailor. Yeah, Xena the warrior. Yeah, uh, would, would be a good comparison. Yeah. Xena, um, uh, Yasna, warrior princess, Buffy. You know, things, <laughs> yeah, things like that. Yeah, 
But I, 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 what I think he's doing here is he's showing us that there is a different kind of smart. There's book smart, which is what Yasna is and what Shalon hopes to be. And then mm-hmm. there is Yalb. And Yalb is so street smart. You know, mm-hmm. he's able to rip off these guards and he comes up with this like cool plan later on in the merchant's yeah, uh, uh, yeah. shop. You get the book, and, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like he's, you know, it's showing us that like just because this guy is a, you know, a sailor who is not really well versed in, you know, history or lore, that he still has, um, he still has some value. Just like um, Shalon has value, even though she doesn't know her histories and her logic as well as Yasna. So I think mm-hmm. that's what it's showing us, you know, because um, he's like, you know, uh, um, you should try again, you know, you've got to try a third time. The third hand always that plays in always cards. Plays. Yeah. And she's like, what do you mean? This is, you know, the, uh, the, the uh, laws of probability don't work like that. And he's all like, yeah, but the passions do. You always win when you need it most. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And again, I, I, ref- I, it's funny because it's echoed by her three drawings. I love that. Hmm. So yeah, you're right. That that it's is power of three or whatever. Power of three. The uh, the the passions. The third attempt. Keep keep mm-hmm. going. Keep trying. And you're right. I mean, everybody uses what talents and what you know, either street smarts or book smarts or wisdom, yeah. or whatever they have to navigate the waters. Right. So yeah. So he's like um, giving her this like little pep talk, like don't give up yet, blah blah mm-hmm. blah. And, and then she gets an idea, and she's like, you know what? Find me a book merchant. Maybe there is a way. So they find the book merchant. And then we go and, uh, to it's the, a Thalen just like him. And he insults her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He does. What's yeah. his name? We, what's that book the book merchant's name? What's his name? Um it's like Amarir or something like that. Uh, I had it here. Art Artmern. Artmern, that's what it is. What a <laughs> what a douchey Art, name. Art <laughs> Artmern. Artmern. A Thalen name. Apparently. Yeah, Art Mirren. Um, the wife doesn't even get a name. She's just the wife. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So the the five Voren kings. She's asking for all these volumes, of course. Right, so she right, wants, right. She wants this. She wants that. And then it refers to the five Voren kingdoms, but she thought there were only four. So she's like, "Yeah, what what could this book possibly be about then?" So Yaakovid right. is one, Alethkar, Carbrinth, mm-hmm. and Natanatan. Yeah. Natan, Natan. Natan, Natan. Uh, Natanatan is probably right, too. Natan, Natan. I mean, I don't know. It all depends on what you're reading. That's the beauty about books, right? And this, yeah. and this, this volume that she took was called the, the Eternathus? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so there's, uh, she has got this series of books now with this history that is not reflective of what she knows of history. So mm-hmm. it this in itself is showing her lack of knowledge, I think. Mm-hmm. Because if she knew about the five Warren kingdoms, then she would know. She would be, you know what I mean? She might have passed this test, uh, the, the, this um, interview with, uh, with uh, Yasna, but obviously she's got holes in her, in her uh, education. Um, she does look for or ask for um, a volume from a philosopher from Shin. Yes. Yeah, that's and, a Shauka daughter, Haswith. Right. So she does end up getting a copy of that, um, but it's mm-hmm. just just mentioned in, in the text that um, it's surprising that philosophy would come from that area because, mm-hmm. it's, as it's described, where people live in, in mud and worship rocks. Right. 
And then, of course, Shin goes back to chapter, I think, chapter one. Yes. Uh, or, is it, or is it chapter one or the, or the, the prologue? prologue. The yeah. prologue to to Zeth, our our assassin of the king, which mm. started this whole thing. Yeah, he was he was a Shin. Yes, he was, and his name was Zeth Son Valano. Mm-hmm. And like our author here is um, Shauka, daughter Haswith. So daughter and son seem to be imparted in their name here. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the assassin um, white. Yeah, the assassin in white. Yeah, mm. damn. Um, so she buys that series of books from him, and he he tries to he tries to teach it. Like we we kind of glossed over a little bit about the uh, the wordplay that happens between Shalon and the merchant. Let's just mm-hmm. say she yeah. gets it over on him. She puts she him in his really place. Does. She puts um, him in his place. She makes yeah, him she, seem like a fool. She 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 dwarfs yeah. him with her with her tongue. She gives him a lashing, right. which is great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she uh, she has this ability to use her words and in, in a way that we haven't seen anybody in the uh, in, in the book so far. Mm-hmm. You know, she like literally trips him up and he mm-hmm. gets confused and he's all like, oh, I'm being played with here. Mm-hmm. And and that's exactly what she, she's doing. She's literally playing with him like he was an imbecile. Yeah. I love it. It's 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 my early highlight. That's my highlight right there is that, uh, highlight is the that interaction between. Yeah, Art uh, Artmiron and uh, Shalon is just I just love it. I think it's so great. And it's funny that you say lashing because of. Uh, I know. The, I was uh, thinking the, that. <laughs> the uh, connection. Yeah. So. That's right. Yeah. Um, but he tries to, at the end of all this, um, he tries to charge her 10 emerald broms um, mm-hmm. for the Which books. And she's just like, really? Like, that's, that's ridiculous. She mentions that uh, one emerald brom is worth a thousand diamond chips. So we're mm-hmm. starting to get a little bit of a breakdown here of this like currency. Mm-hmm. Um. And then that's when Yalb comes in and saves the day. Mm-hmm. Yes. So he's got a plan. He's like, don't buy from this crook. Come back this... to the shop that you were just left. Come back to my master. He's willing to give you the, 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 the best offer. Um, price. Reconsider course, his prices. Yeah. And of course, Artmer and the Douche is uh, very put, put out by that. <laughs> is um, that his new title? Artmer, Artmer and Art- the Douche? Well, I had that written in the text. That's the way. Uh, Th- that's, <laughs> that's a formal name. It's a formal, yes, it is. Uh, given to him by the King of Carbronth. I dubbed yeah. the, the douche. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and so he's not, he's not taking very kind to this, uh, to this exchange with Yalb. But no. Yalb is insistent that, of course, Shalon can get the better price. And, of course, it ends up resulting in a great deal for Shalon. So Yalb saves the day. Save the day. Saves the day. Yep. So that yeah. was uh, so that was awesome. I, I didn't really see that he had already put that in in play. He he went to the competition. He actually found out the name of Ardmurn's competition. Yeah. So he was able to drop that for believability, and this, mm. the, the, the the scam the scam unfolded perfectly. So it's great. Yeah, it's really great. He says, um, "She says it was it that obvious that I'd let myself be swindled." And then he says, uh, just a little. Anyways, conning men like him is almost as fun as cheating guards. You probably could have gotten him down further by actually leaving with me than coming mm-hmm. back later to give him another chance. And she's like, yeah, that sounds too complicated. Let's just go. <laughs> Let's just yeah. get out of here. Let's just get out of here, yeah. I got the books I needed. Um, <laughs> he, um, uh, she gives him the picture. 
that she colored she, uh, that she, she drew for him. And, and he he didn't want to take it, but uh, but then she took another memory. Right, because she's like, I need to have him in my collection. I need him in my collection. <laughs> um, oh my there's this, this like serial killer side of Shalon. Mm-hmm. Um, she she needs him in a collection because she says, you know, he he did something so great for me um, that I need to have him in my collection now. I I want to be able to remember him always. Um, mm. so she she separates. She separates from uh, Yalb, and they go. Uh, she goes back to the conclave. She's like, "I'm gonna head back in there, and I'm yep. gonna um, get Five an alcove, and I'm just gonna sit here and hopefully study as hard and as long as I can. Hopefully, mm-hmm. Yasna's here for a couple more weeks, looking at books. Because if so, then that'll give me a couple more weeks to study." Mm-hmm. When she goes back into the conclave, she has actually has to rent one this time. Mm, uh, to, she has to rent an alcove this time. Because she's not attached to anybody anymore. Like, she's probably been told, don't let that chick in or whatever. Two sky marks it'll cost her. Yes. So this is like another um, money uh, uh, phrase that we haven't seen before. Sky marks. I'm not even sure what that means. Like, as I'm trying to, like, write these down and try to figure it out, like, a new one gets thrown out. And it doesn't even make sense. It doesn't even, like, connect to anything else. Like, Mm -hmm. we found out that five chips make a mark. Okay, so there's mark. But sky marks? What's a sky mark? I I I, I don't know. I I might have to give up trying to figure out this uh, <laughs> these spheres things. Yeah, because one of the things that I think I I've realized is that all denomination, like all money in here, is known as spheres, no matter their size. Mm-hmm. I think sphere is synonymous with coin. So if you, yeah. yeah, if you have a pocket full of spe- spheres, then you have you have gemstones in your pocket, no matter the size, whether they're chips, marks, bromes. Um, at first, I thought maybe sphere was a denomination, but now I think they're all known as spheres. So a diamond mm-hmm. chip or an emerald brome, they're both spheres. They're just different size spheres. So just a little, uh, a little uh, sure. uh, Roshar economics for you. That's uh, <laughs> our, our new uh, Roshar our new segment. Currency. Yeah, currency. Yeah. Currency with Sean. <laughs> um, so she's, yeah. So she's back. So she she pay she pays. Yeah. This, this fee and uh, is back where she was, and uh, this is this is cool because this is basically uh, this is what ends up you know winning winning Yasna over. Yasna is is still there. Yeah, she can. She can see her. She's like, oh, she's right there. She's studying. Cool. She's studying. Cool. And then she goes back to her studying, and and this is this is when the final exchange happens. So this is this yeah. Is just as cool. uh, just as Shalon opens up her first book to start studying, Yasna comes yeah. in and sits down. She's like, what the? She's like, I'm, I'm, doing here? I'm never going to get rid of you. Yeah. Um. So I think that was the and that was it. That's um. But I mean, she says she says that, but she knew she was coming back because she bribed the servants to let her know. To let her know, if yeah. Shalon came back, so she yeah, had a feeling that Shalon was going to come back again. And that that's just uh, it shows that Yasna, you know, is good at reading people too and uh, anticipating mm-hmm. things. Right. So Yasna yeah. Yasna's pretty quick. Yeah, so she uh, literally says, okay, well, hand over your uh, your satchel. Let me see what you've got inside. And Shalon's like, what? 
she she takes her satchel she like literally empties it of all the stuff mm-hmm. and uh she um she goes through and she sees the paintings and the sketches and she's pretty impressed by that yeah no she is mm-hmm. but it, it is a masterpiece after all she's like why have you made these sketches and she's like why brightness well because i wanted to and then mm-hmm. she's like, maybe I should have said something more profound. But Yasna slowly nodded. And then she's like, okay, well, I have rooms in the conclave granted me by the king. Gather your things and go up there. And she's like, brightness? What? It's like, at first meeting, I took you for a rural opportunist, seeking only to ride my name to greater wealth. Mm-hmm. And she's like, and so now you've changed your mind? She's like, no. no, no. She's like, undoubtedly, <laughs> there is some of that in you. But we are each many different people. And you can tell much about a person by what they carry with them. If that notebook is any, any indication, you pursue scholarship in your free time for its own sake. And that is encouraging. It is perhaps the best argument you can make on your own behalf. I, uh, she's like, if I cannot be rid of you, then I might as well make use of you. Go and sleep, right. and tomorrow we will begin in earnest. You will divide your time between your education and helping me with my studies. So she's still expected to read all those books she uh, she bought. She's still expected to 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 learn the things that Yasna first said she was lacking in in order to be her ward. But now she's giving her a chance to learn those things as being her ward, which is really cool. Yeah, that's and that's the end of that chapter. She yeah. um, now her real task begins. Yes, that's the I love that part how it ends. She's like, okay, now that I'm her ward, now my real mission starts. I love that. I think that's really cool. Yeah, it's great. No, another uh, so two- what's, your, uh, what's your highlight for this chapter? Uh, the highlight, uh, oh, God, the, the, the line, I love the, uh, well, I, I guess, I suppose my, my highlight could be a few things, but the thing that I loved the most in terms of the writing was the, the comment. Meow that she, that uh, Yasna didn't take you what's wrong with her chronic competence <laughs> yeah that's pretty great. response i i just thought that was uh, the bee's knees that was uh, yeah it's pretty cool mine uh mine like i said earlier is the um the lashing she gives to the um to the douche to the douche yeah to the douche um he uh, um he deserved it and she gave it to him and man do i ever love shalon for it it's so great she does it such a sneaky way too right like she she like starts talking to him and starts tripping him up and he starts getting confused and then she uses that confusion to really lay it into him and i just think it's awesome mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no she puts him in his place which is great yeah and all because so he i have took her for you know a pretty a pretty girl who would, would of course be interested in romance novels because of course right right she breaks the stereotype a little bit which is great yeah, love it it's great um so i have uh i have a little bit of an info dump section here we actually covered quite a bit of it so it's only a couple points um Nomen, the middle lights moon. Are... sorry Nomen the middle moon yes that was one of them um ah. Nomen the middle moon so there must be two other moons if this moon is the middle one so that means there's three moons on this uh, on this planet mm-hmm. which is really cool it is really um, cool yeah so we don't uh you know we don't get a lot of what the um the sky looks like but it must look really cool at night mm-hmm. um, well describe the the middle moon nomen as having blue light mm-hmm yeah, it's really really neat. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, they talk. She mentions shale bark, which is another like um, we've mm-hmm. had that mentioned before, which is like a tree. 
Mm-hmm. Um, we get lazy life spren. Lazy life spren. Lazy life spren. They are specks of glowing green dust. Oh, how did I miss that? I don't know. You're the spren head. I'm Maybe I'm coming head. for your title. I'm. It's like a WWE confrontation. I'm coming for that title. I think I think I think maybe I didn't distinguish because it just it had the 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 lazy uh, before it. It's it's probably just lifespan, but these ones were lazy. These ones are point of uh, (laughs) yeah, and they they do describe. Yeah, they describe the creation spren. I know we already talked about creation spren, but they they describe them as medium size, and they transform into the last things they see, shifting constantly. Um, like if it was like a vase that broke, it would be literally a vase that broke and then be reformed again and broke and reformed again. So it's like, it's like Roshar's like gifts, <laughs> you know, they just start over and over and over again. Um, but, uh, yeah. And then there's, um, the last thing I have here is, uh, what I had already said that I think that spheres are, um, what all gemstones are called when they're made into um, when they're surrounded by this glass bead, right? Because the, um, the, the gemstone, the thing that captures the stormlight is inside these glass beads. So there's a glass and then there's the gemstone in the middle. And if gemstones are surrounded by a glass bead, then they are a sphere on their own. They're not spheres. They're just gemstones, right? Yeah, so yeah, so that's it. That's our uh that's our pod for this time. This for episode Another, five, right? Yeah, episode lovely five. two chapters. Episode yeah. five. Wow. Yeah, holy geez, we're we're plowing through this thing. So our next um our next show will be covering chapters nine, ten, and eleven. Um yeah. they're all really small chapters. Um, and then that'll be the end of part one. Oh boy. Wow. Pretty fun, eh? One out of five. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, I did the the, the numbers uh, yesterday, and I think I said that like it's going to take us like forty two episodes to get through the book. Um, Bring it on! I um I I was counting when I was looking through, I was counting to see like which uh, chapters were the largest ones, which ones were the smallest ones. We put two mm. small ones together and a large one on its own. Um, mm. But like, we might have to. Even if one, uh, you know, one chapter is larger and the next one is kind of a medium size, we might have to do them two by two because I don't know if we can really afford to do uh, a, a one episode on one chapter. Oh, so no. I also want like the, 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 it's fun to do the the pod and like you know I'm I'm really enjoying this, but I also want you to read the book, right? Like, and anything yeah. that slows that process yeah. down is is detrimental to this whole thing. So, right? No, I'll, I'll we'll, we'll I, I think we I think also doing it two chapters at a time allows for, you know, um, some accomplishment in, in completing the series, but also allows us to go into some depth. Um, right. Uh, into the chapters too. Right. So, yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, if we were, we're going to do one episode on one chapter, it'd be just because that chapter's long. We, we might get too nitpicky. We'll, we'll literally be just reading the chapter. You know what I mean? And I don't want to do that either. I want us to like, I want us to talk about it in detail, but I don't want us to um, pick it apart so much that that's all we're doing is, you know, spending an hour and a half talking about like one paragraph or whatever. So, (laughs) Um, but yeah, so 
If uh, anyone out there wants to uh, support the show, you can go to uh, patreon.com slash heroes of. We are going to be um, very soon restructuring that whole thing. And we're going to be doing monthly giveaways for any, any of the, Patreon, uh, the, the patrons. Um, if you're interested in reaching out to Jack or I uh, about the books or about the show itself, you can do so on Twitter at Heroes of One or on Instagram at Heroes of Hakathra. Um, other than that, I think we will be probably putting up a spoiler-free discussion thread on Discord at some point, um, but I'll let you know when that's up and running. Um, anyways, well, thanks for listening, and Jack, thanks for the chat again. Oh, my pleasure. Till next time. StormPod is brought to you by Heroes Of. Theme song by Jack Forrest Productions. Additional music by Jason Moray. Produced by Jack J. Phil, Mike, and Sean, the heroes of Hakathra.